Welcome to the Cool Girls Only podcast, where we talk about the excitement and uncertainty of navigating our 20s. I'm Jordan. And I'm Maddie. A cool girl is on a journey to becoming her best self, and we're here to share our thoughts and learnings every Friday with you. Welcome to Cool Girls Only. The long-awaited puppy episode. (laughs) It's here. It's among us. I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the reason we waited a little bit was because I'm still, I mean, I still don't know everything because I've only had snow for how many months? So she's five months old now. So we've had her for three. So three months, it's been a huge life adjustment. And I feel like in the last three months, we've like kind of gotten a routine down. We've kind of like understood what it really means to train a puppy, own a puppy. Like it, I don't know your life changes. Like, I'm not going to lie. And I feel like before we got her, I just had no idea what I was in for. I really had no idea. Like it's truly a life change. Um, but it's been honestly so good. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of the common theme. A lot of people have said about getting a dog. Like if you get a dog when you're ready and we'll get into all this, I have a lot of questions for you. Um, but I'm excited because I think it's something a lot of people start to think about in their early mid twenties about getting a dog. Mm -hmm. And there are just so many unknown things in my mind about getting a dog because I haven't had one since, you know, I was young when Mm -hmm. we had a family dog. So I hear good things, but I also see dog shit on the sidewalk everywhere. So (laughs) I have mixed feelings. Right. Well, honestly, I think even owning, so owning your own dog versus even a family dog, I feel like Mm it's just so different. It literally feels like your child. Like, I know we were talking like a few, like a while ago in an episode and you're like, are you going to call yourself a dog mom? And I was like, no, but like, I literally feel like a mom. I'm not, (laughs) I'm literally not even kidding. It's, it's the strangest feeling, but it's, yeah, we can, we can get into your questions because I'm sure there's a lot. Yeah. Okay. So to start, why don't you walk us through your decision to get a dog and like, why, how did you know you were ready? What did you talk, you know, with your partner Mm -hmm. about how the decision came? Okay. So we, Joe and I took forever to make the actual decision to finally get a dog. Like we had been contemplating for a long time because honestly, it's a very big decision, like financially time commitment wise. Like there's just so many things to think about. I think the main things to consider before getting a puppy are one, the time commitment, because like literally it's going to take this little puppy is going to take up so much of your time. And I feel like during the pandemic, people, people wouldn't really think about that. Like, like, yes, you're working from home, but that might not be the case always. So I don't know. I feel like a lot of people got a dog that shouldn't have gotten a dog during the pandemic. There's also a financial commitment. So we, you know, talked about that as well. Like I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's expensive Vet vet visits, especially within the first few months are like every two to three weeks. And they're pricey because they're like the vaccinations getting all like making sure your puppy's healthy and stuff like that. Um, so the financial commitment is big. And then, I mean, another thing we kind of thought about, like, 
I don't know. One thing that was kind of holding us back in the beginning, we were like, oh, well, then we can't like travel. We can't like do these things. I mean, you can, but you just then have to coordinate and pay for like boarding and things like that. Um, so that's another thing to think about. Like if you're, if you travel a ton, I don't know that it's a great time. Like Joe and I, I mean, we don't travel that much. Uh, so once we were like set on moving to Chicago, it kind of just all fell into place. Like we had been talking about getting a dog throughout the pandemic. Like I remember in the beginning of the pandemic, I was like, I want a dog. It's such a good time. Like we're both working from home, which I think everyone was thinking that too. Um, and then we kind of, I don't know, we were so back and forth. Like, I feel like you have to be like 100% sure. And both on the same page, like one of you can't be leaning more towards getting a dog and then one not because then like the responsibilities, once you get a dog are going to be like, not 50, 50, it's going to be like, well, you wanted this dog. So you take her out and like, you can't have that. You have to both be on the exact same page. So I don't know. We talked, we talked about it for so long. And then finally, like all of these life changes happened earlier this year. Like decided we're moving to Chicago, got a new job, got engaged. We were like, why don't we just group it all in and add a dog into the mix? So we, we just like, we got her like a, a month after we moved to Chicago and that happened really quickly. We weren't really expecting that, but it just kind of all fell into place. So yeah, ton of things, ton of things to consider before getting a dog. And it's, yeah, it's not a decision you should just make quickly. Like you really need to think about it because I think the biggest thing for me has been the time commitment. That's what I was going to ask is like, looking back on when you made the decision, what do you think the biggest thing was in your head? That was like, this might be an issue, or I'm worried about this thing. So when we made the decision, I feel like I didn't think I had no negative thought. Like I had nothing. I was just so excited. Mm-hmm. It was more so after we got her, like after we got her <laughs> and we, it, it, that first week, I'm not even fucking kidding. Like I, I was like, what did we get ourselves into? Literally what, what are we doing? Because I mean, the, that first week, like she was waking up in the middle of the night a few times and like, I was just, the lack of sleep was getting to me. And then also working from, from home with her and like trying to get a schedule for that was hard at the beginning. Like, I mean, it's still sometimes kind of hard, but I finally know, like, I don't know how, like her nap schedule, like when I should schedule, like important meetings, things like that. I think it was more so after the fact, like the time commitment. And like, I just wasn't like, you just don't know before you get a dog, like what that's going to look like. But yeah, it was, it was a big change. Not going to lie. What was the thing that Joe was most hesitant about? Cause I know you were really excited. You were ready. And I remember Joe was a little hesitant still for a while. I think, I mean, I think it was a mix of both. I think one, because he has to go into the office. So, oh, there she is. And <laughs> Joe's bringing <laughs> snow in the background. Hey guys. Um, I think it was a mix of both the financial commitment and the time commitment. Like, I mean, everyone says a dog is expensive, but like, we didn't know a number, like, we don't know. We didn't know like a number to put on that and like how much vet visits actually cost and stuff. So I think that not knowing that, I think that was kind of like, we weren't, or he was a little bit more hesitant and I was like, it'll be fine. We'll figure it out. You know? And he was like, (laughs) actually, let's, let's see if this is something we should be doing. Um, but to be honest, like 
I, I don't think it's as bad as I thought it would be, or as expensive as I thought it would be. Everyone just is like, dogs are so expensive, which they are, but there's positive benefits like to having a dog. And I think that, you know, outweighs the, the financial and then also the time commitment. Like, I don't know. I feel like Joe is kind of like feeling like our life was going to be over when we get a puppy. Like (laughs) we aren't going to be able to travel ever again. And like, we're just going to be, I don't know, stuck at home, but like, that's just not the case. And I don't know, in the beginning, it can kind of feel like that. I can kind of feel like, oh my God, like we don't do anything anymore, but like we're at home with a puppy. We're training a dog. We still, like, I still get outside way more than I did before I had a dog, which is amazing. Great for your mental health. Um, but I think, I think it was just all like hesitations because you really just don't know until you know, you know? So I think we just talked about it a lot, really got on the same page, especially. Yeah. If you're getting a dog with someone, you need to be like fully on the same page because they're a very big responsibility. Like I, I feel like this is like just such good practice for like when we, and if we have kids in the future, like, I don't know, we're, we're taking care of something. We are mm-hmm. in charge of a puppy's well-being and health. And it's like, it's such good practice. In my opinion, I feel like we have grown a lot, like as a couple too, just by like taking care of snow which is so cute. All right. Let's also, I want to get into like the details of commitments. How much time do you feel snow, you know, is needing from you guys on like, let's just say a weekly basis. Yeah. I mean a lot. I don't even know how to put a number on it. I I can like walk through like a daily routine. Yeah. Let's do a daily routine. So it's so funny because when we got her, I was like, yes, like we're going to get a dog. She's going to wake us up. She's going to be our alarm clock. Like she's going to wake us up early. No, she sleeps and we have to wake her ass up. It's ridiculous. So we get up around like, oh, Joe and I have actually been getting up kind of early. So we'll get up like around six and like kind of get our lives together and like whatever, do our morning routines and then kind of get her up and take her out right away. So she goes to the bathroom and then feed her. Uh, and then she'll nap for a while in the morning, to be honest, which is really nice because I, I usually have most meetings when I'm working from home, which is like every day, basically. Um, I have most of my meetings in the morning. So from like nine to like 11 or so she'll nap, which is so nice. So from there, it's like, at that point, I'm also kind of like, I need a break from work. Like she'll get up, we'll go outside for a little bit. Then I'll feed her lunch. And then, I mean, she, she doesn't require like a ton of attention. I mean, there's definitely certain points where she's like barking, basically telling me like, I want you to play with me or like, I need something. So at that point, that's another time where I might take a break from work and like do a little training with her or like just play with her or something. Um, and then she'll normally nap again. So she'll take another nap. I'll get the rest of my work done. And then when Joe gets home in the evening, I'm like, okay, it's your, your turn. (laughs) Like it's your dog time. So he'll, he'll then like take her out and like play with her and stuff. And then we'll all go to the dog park in like the evening. There's like a dog park right outside our building, which is amazing. Um, just to have that because she's so socialized with dogs now because there's so many dogs around our area. So we'll take her out there and then just kind of chill. Like she goes to bed pretty early, like around eight 30. So she'll just fall asleep, like on the couch while we're all like hanging out in the living room. 
and then we'll just go to bed and do it again. So, I mean, it, it's the dog is going to be a constant part of like everything you do throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Then, um, I would say like two, I've been trying to kind of like work on the separation anxiety, because I know that's a big thing with dogs. Like during the pandemic, they have major separation anxiety. So like sometimes if she's like requiring a lot of attention and like barking and like being loud and I have like an important meeting or something, I'll give her like a Kong and put her in the crate and I'll go downstairs. There's like a pretty big workspace in my building. So I'll just like take meetings down there. And it's also nice to just like have a few like half hour apart or something. So she knows like we're leaving, but we'll come back. Mm -hmm. Uh, because I think that's so important, especially like with working from home, they can just think you're going to be there the like all the time and then just have like major separation anxiety. So that's, yeah, I've heard that that's, yeah, I've heard from several friends of mine with dogs that that's been one of the hardest parts of having a dog during the pandemic is that they just get such bad separation anxiety. Yeah. No, you need to start early. Like you need to like get them comfortable with the crate, like let them know, like it's, it's going to be okay. I I normally, when I'm leaving, like I'll play music. I have like, I don't know, I'll go on YouTube and they have those like eight hour long, like jazz, whatever coffee shop (laughs) jazz vibes. (laughs) I like play that. Um, so there's just like music or something in the background or like leave the TV on and then give her like a Kong or something in her crate. And it's funny because we ended up for prime day, we ended up getting like one of those blink cameras, like the Amazon cameras. Mm -hmm. And so we can see like when we leave, which is kind of a good and bad thing. It's like, if she's barking and we're not there, I'm like, what are we going to do about it? Like she's just barking and we're just going to feel like shit now (laughs) we've seen it, but it's also nice to look. Cause like normally, I mean, if she's like really riled up and we put her in the crate, she'll normally bark for a bit, but then like, I don't know, like five to 10 minutes later, she'll be sleeping if we check the camera. So it doesn't take very long, which is good. Um, yeah. I mean, that's kind of like a day in the life slash a few things we do to try and help the separation anxiety. Cause I think that's huge. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to ask about expenses. So I know that was a big thing for you guys before you decided to get snow, but walk us through like, what are the main expenses of getting a puppy? And if you're comfortable, like what did that total out for you guys? Mm -hmm. Yes. So I guess it also depends on like where you decide to get your dog. Are you, um, adopting a rescue dog? Are you you know, more set on a specific breed like we were. And we, we went the breeder route because we really wanted a Boston Terrier. So I think it depends, you know, first off, like where you're getting your dog, because that can really change the expense. Yeah. Um, so the breeder route, like dogs are definitely expensive. If you're, you're going that route, I will say though, around the New York area, they were like double the price. Yeah. Cause I think when we randomly were looking at, um, Frenchies in the New York area, they were like five to $6,000. Oh my God. For a Frenchie. Yeah. No, they can get up to like, yeah, they can get up really high. Like it's insane. So when we were living in New York, that was one, probably another big reason we didn't get one because I wasn't going to go to like fucking Illinois or -hmm. like the Midwest to go get a puppy and live in New York. Like I was trying to find one close by and they were literally like, 
even the Boston Terriers around there were like three to $4,000. And I was like, that's just like insane to me. So one thing to think about if you're living in like New York East coast, it's extremely expensive over in that area. Um, we ended up finding a breeder in Illinois. That's another thing. Like you really need to do your research if you're going the breeder out, because like, I don't know, you want to make sure it's quality, like no puppy mills, like no bad shit going on. So we finally found, you know, I think it's also kind of hard. Like, it's not like breeders have like great, incredible websites with tons of information. They're normally Mm -hmm. just like, like family, like a family. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So it's so much harder. I feel like to find something. So we ended up finally finding one in Illinois. Um, she's great. She's been breeding Boston Terriers forever. Like, and just adorable dogs. So we, we were excited there. And like, also the price was, it, it was okay. One reason we were a little like sketched out is because it was so much cheaper. Like it was half the price than like around the New York area. But I think that's just because it's in Illinois and it's not in like New Jersey, right next to New York city. Mm-hmm. Um, so it all worked out, but I think in terms of expenses after you get the puppy, obviously you're going to do like a big order before you get the puppy. You're going to get the food, the crate, like all of that, which didn't really cost as much as I thought. I think it was around like $200 we spent on everything. Like we got a crate, we got a leash. Yeah. Like collar. We got her like name tag, food, treats, like literally everything I feel. And toys. Um, I feel like we had so much before she even got here. Um, which is like the first, I guess, expense you'll have. And then what I wasn't like sure about was the vet. Like, I didn't know how much vet visits would cost and it's pretty pricey in the first few months. Like, like I said, you're going to the vet like every three ish weeks because she needs to get like her d- different rounds of vaccinations. And like, every time we went, it was like two fifty. Damn. And you'd say like, what, like four times you had to go or I think we've been there probably around. Yeah. Like four or five times. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the first few months are really, you're going to the vet a lot, Mm -hmm. but then after that, so she has her last vet visit for like her last shot uh, this week. So then I need to ask the vet, like, how often do we come after this? Because I feel like it's not as often at all. Like I, I mean, once a dog gets to be, you know, older, they go like once a year or like maybe twice a year. So it's not, going to cost us as much as it is upfront, but just know like the upfront costs of getting a puppy are pretty pricey, especially for the vet visits. But other than that, like, I mean, she's a little dog. So we literally just got our second bag of food, which is only like, I think 35 bucks or something. Uh, she goes through it. It takes a while for her to go through it. Cause she's, I mean, she's little. So that's, that's so interesting. I never would have thought about that, but that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you have a smaller dog, they eat less. You don't buy yeah. food as often. Yeah, that's true. Is I there, mean, there anything are massive dogs in my building? I'm like, holy shit. Like they probably eat so much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I gotta say, oh, was there anything that really surprised you? That was an expense with getting a puppy that you were just like, what the fuck? I didn't think about this. or I didn't think it would be that expensive. To be honest. No, I feel like I came into it with such a, like, this is going to be so expensive. Like I'm not going to, I don't know. Like, I I feel like there's going to be so many unexpected costs. Um, but to be honest, no, like I think with coming in with that mindset, like it kind of surprised me how, like, 
it's really not that bad. I'm just thinking of it more in terms of like after these initial vet visits, it's not going to cost us that much, you know, um, like on a monthly basis, more of like a yearly basis. I, I think one thing is like, I have, we haven't really boarded her yet. Like that's mm-hmm. just going to be like, if we're planning a trip, that's just going to be an additional cost that we're going to have to pay as a part of like our vacation budget, you know, like boarding her will cost, I don't know. I think it's around probably like 60 to $80 a night. I think it depends on the size of the dog too. Um, so that's something to think about, but I think that will kind of be a little, I don't know, <laughs> addition. Um, once, once we start planning trips, we're actually planning, I mean, for our mini moon, we're going to Sedona. I think this will come out. I think this will come out after that. So we can catch up on the intro and see how it went, but like, we're planning to board her for that. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. I'm like, I'm a little ner- like, it's so weird because like, she's a dog and like, it's people board their dogs and like, mm-hmm. it's fine, but I feel like She's my child. I'm like, I don't want to leave her. It's so weird. I'm telling you, like, it's very different from having like your family dog versus like, this is your puppy. It's crazy. Yeah. I didn't think about how strange it would be to board your dog because I know some people do it not like super regularly, but like if you live in a city and you don't have, you know, family willing to just watch your dog whenever nearby, Mm -hmm it is kind of like your only option. And a lot of people have to like board their dogs and it's extremely expensive. And it also makes you wonder like, what is, what is your dog doing when it's being boarded? Like I know know. every place, a lot of them have video cameras now. Yeah. I like that. So at least, you know, like they're okay. They're not literally stuck in a crate the entire time. Yeah, no, Uh, exactly that. I know. I think it's like, you definitely need to do your research and make sure it's like a good place and has good reviews and stuff. Um, and yeah, I like that the, the aspect of like the video cameras, because then you can see like, I don't know, they're playing with other dogs. I think that's the benefit of boarding. It's like, even though you're gone, they're not just like sitting there, like missing mm-hmm. you. They're like, they're occupied with like other dogs. So I think that'll be a positive. We're going to take her to daycare a few times before at the place we're going to board her. So she gets used to it because I feel like she would have like a panic attack if we just dropped her off and came back five days later. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I was also thinking like when you were talking about expenses, you're so right. Everyone, when you talk to people about getting a dog, everyone is like, oh my God, it's so expensive. It's so expensive. Like and you're always yeah. like, what does that mean? What yes. does that, you know what I mean? Cause like yeah. expensive can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And all you hear is, oh, getting a puppy is extremely expensive. Like be wary, but I'm always like, okay, what does that mean? So this yeah. was helpful because you, I don't know, like everyone, you know, it's will say certain you, things. Yes. No, I agree. And it's like, what, I mean, once you have the dog, like that's an added, like that's now in your budget, like just make, just add it in your budget. That's like something you're spending your money on versus like being annoyed at like the additional cost. Like it's your dog. Like I think a dog brings so much joy to your life. Like to be honest, the financial, like, I don't even think about, I don't know the financial commitment of it anymore because I mean, we've already paid for her. We already have her. And those big, I feel like the big upfront costs are like out of the way. So Mm -hmm. at this point it's like, I don't know. It's baked into the budget. It's done. I love that. Are you getting a dog? 
I know you guys wanted to get a Corgi. <laughs> oh my God. I literally saw a Corgi today walking, um, on the Brooklyn bridge so promenade thing. Um, I could so Brooklyn see Heights. you guys with a Corgi. <laughs> so I know cute. I want one so bad, but I also like, I really like big dogs. I'm not a huge fan of small mm-hmm. dogs. Mm-hmm. So like, but also big dogs don't live as long and they tend to have more health issues. I guess it just depends on the breed, but I, we've talked, we've kind of gone back and forth about it, but I think we've pretty much decided we're not going to get one in the city. We'll wait until we move out of the city before we get a dog, but it's certainly tempting. Like, yeah, especially I'm it's on top of mind because I walked to Brooklyn Heights this morning, but walking around like goldens and like just these cute, beautiful puppies all over the place. I know. And especially in Brooklyn. Yes. So many dogs in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think, think that's we a good just idea. Wait. Yeah. Like I feel like it would have been really hard to have a dog in New York. I mean, New York is just such a hard place to live in general. Mm-hmm. And then adding like that added layer of having a dog is just, it's tough. Well, and it's New York is also so expensive. Like, yes, yeah. any city is expensive, but like New York is more expensive than Chicago even, you yeah. know? And oh. so like, 100%. It's, yeah. Like it's hard to imagine, you know, if already right now we're like, damn, this rents a lot. Dang. Like mm-hmm. this dinner costs a lot, you know, adding I bet a puppy that's to the more mix. expensive. I bet, oh, I bet it's for more expensive. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Like everything is just a level up. It's, it's more expensive. So that's, I mean, not a bad idea. I will say too, like tips for like having a puppy in a city like New York or Chicago or anything. One thing I didn't really know, like, obviously, you know, that when you get a puppy, they need to get their shots and stuff like that. But one thing to be careful of is parvovirus. That's like that, the disease that like can literally kill puppies. And that's why they get their shots. Um, and like, that's why people say, and Joe and I didn't know what the fuck to do because everything we read online was like, do like, don't let your dog like play with other dogs. Um, like until they're I don't know. I think it was yeah, it's a 18, certain age. 17 yep. or 18 weeks is when they get their final like vaccination for that disease. And so they were like, you can't let your dog play with other dogs, like, or even like walk on the sidewalk or go to dog parks or anything. And I was like, what are we going to do? Like, how are we going to potty train her? Uh, but we, I mean, to be honest, this is really up to you on how you want to go about it. Like some people, I, there are some people in my building who have puppies and they did not see, like they did not go outside until they were 17 weeks and they are now extremely antisocial puppies. Like so they don't want to play with dogs. So what do you, so do you literally have like a pee pad out on your balcony then? Like what do those no. people do who don't? So, oh yeah. So I think they had a pee pad in their apartment. So I didn't want to go that route because I don't, I was like, I don't want my dog to think it's okay to go to the bathroom inside completely up to you on how you want to mm-hmm. do that. If you live in an apartment, sometimes it's hard. Like the nice thing about our apartment is that we have a dog run and it's one floor below us. So it was super easy. Like if we wanted to take her out, we could just run down there. But like I said, we were like, should we be taking her out here? Because like, I don't, I don't want her to get a disease or anything. Um, but our vet basically said, you know, like you live in a building and all the dogs need to be vaccinated. Like it's a requirement when you get a dog here. So he was like, I would not worry about parvo parvovirus. Um, mm-hmm. and like your dog run, I think she should be fine. So 
we took her out there. Like it was so, it's also so important at that age for them to socialize with other dogs and learn how to play because I don't know if they don't by that age, like I said, the dogs that didn't go outside, like they're like stuck to their owner's sides, like will not play with other dogs. So it's kind of a tricky situation, but if you are in like an area where there's a lot of dogs, maybe in a nicer area, you know, that they're vaccinated. He was basically saying like, don't go around like areas where there's like, I think it's like raccoons carry the disease. So like, don't go like around like trash, like alleyways or anything like that. Um, yeah, I'm like, I'm not don't taking take my dog, your in, dog an in an alley. <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck would I do that? Um, yeah. So that's just one thing to think about. Like when you're in living in a city with a puppy and don't have like a backyard. I just think about that all the time. I'm like, we just need to get a house with a yard. Like it would just be so much easier. That's what I think about too, is like, I just, I love the idea of them being able to go outside without a leash on. And it's very hard in the city to have that experience for a dog. Like yeah. there are some parks around here where the dog people, the owners will let their dogs off the leash when they're in this park. And the dogs just know when I'm in this space, I can be off my leash, whatever. And they're just like, so happy. And I always go for walks and see them. Yeah. And I'm just like, these dogs, this is the highlight of their day. And it just makes me think like, I'm excited to have like a home one day with the yard where your dog, you can just Mm -hmm. open a door and they can go outside and do whatever the hell they want. Oh my God. I know. That's what I think about too, because I'm like, it would just be so nice to like wake up and just let her outside versus like me having to get up, put my shoes on, like put on a sweatshirt, (laughs) go outside, like in my pajamas. I'm like, this is just not... I mean, it's fine. It could be a lot worse. Like I'm lucky that I have a dog run in my building because it's literally one floor below me. I could literally have to get in the elevator and go outside outside. So that would not be ideal. But yeah, I think about back to Brooklyn. Like I lived on the 37th floor, didn't have a dog run. I don't know. Like, I feel like dog, like train potty training a puppy in a high rise building and you're on a high floor and there's no, like, I don't know, other way for them to go. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's when people use like the, the pee pads in, in the apartment, which I don't know, pros and cons. Yeah. I just wouldn't really want my apartment to smell like dog pee, but (laughs) you know, (laughs) yeah, I do what you gotta do. Um, okay. So looking back on your experience of getting snow, you know, when you got her and now having her for a few months, is there anything you wish you would have thought of before you got her? Hmm. Is there anything I wish I would have thought of (sighs) or maybe any major advice to our listeners thinking about getting a puppy. Yeah. I think honestly, I think you really learn along the way. Like it's like, it's kind of one of those things where you're just not going to know until you know, I think definitely some tips I have is discipline. It's just so important to like keep a routine and stay very consistent because that will create a well-trained dog. You don't want to just like have a free for all and like not have like kind of a schedule in place, like an eating schedule, maybe a nap schedule, maybe, a every time you wake up or every time after you eat, we're going to go outside and you're going to go to the bathroom kind of thing like that. They like learn. So they pick up on things easily. Like dogs are smart. So I think being really consistent is key, which I feel like Joe and I've done a pretty good job at. And like also just being patient. Like, I feel like even, I feel like getting a dog has made me a more patient person because it's not like things are going to be figured out right away. Like they're not going to come potty trained. Like you need to like, you need to put in some work and like actually help them get there. 
Um, so I think discipline and patience are, are key. And I would also say like, if you're, if you're thinking about getting a dog, like, is it worth it? Is it worth the time commitment, the financial commitment, all that stuff? I would say after having snow for three months, it's 100% worth it. Like I said, I was, I was so like sleep deprived in the beginning. And I was I remember like, I the first, the yeah. first couple of weeks, I remember you calling me and being like, I don't know, man, this is, this is literally, (laughs) I know I was like, what the fuck did I get myself into? And it's so funny because I look, I like was looking things up on Reddit too. Cause I was like, are other people feeling like, what the fuck am I doing? And I guess that's a stage and like getting a puppy. There's like, after the first, like two weeks, you're kind of like, this was a mistake. (laughs) Like (laughs) this was a mistake, but I promise you that it, it gets much better. Like you kind of hit a point where like, okay, like you have to figure, like you just figure out how your pup, like what your puppy needs. And they tell you like, they'll bark and you'll know like, okay, they need something. They need to go out. They need to play whatever. So I think, I don't know, once you kind of get past that point, it gets so much better. You kind of figure out your routine. I think it's been so good for me because I get outside so much now. Like I was, I I don't know. I feel like before I had snow, I just didn't I just didn't go outside and it's so bad for like my mental health. It was so bad. So I don't know. I feel like after getting her, like obviously that aspect improves your mental health, but also just the aspect of having like this puppy that loves you so much. Like seriously, I keep comparing like having a family dog versus your own dog. And I mean, I feel like my family dog loved me too, but like, I don't know. It's just so different. Like you can just feel like the, this dog, like you're this dog's like parent, like they love you so much. It's honestly, so it like makes you feel like a sense of purpose in a way. I don't know. It's, it's hard to describe, but it's, it's the best. I absolutely love it. I think it's only going to get better from here. Like I said, I've had her for three months and it's only going to get easier now because like, I don't know, you know, like kind of what you're going through at this point. Like right now we're kind of, she's kind of getting over teething, but like there was a point where she was teething and like chewing everything. And it just, I don't know, you go through different stages, but yeah, I think, I think it's been really good so far. I think I've gotten past the hardest part, which is great. Oh, good. I'm glad. I also wanted to ask, I know, um, we'll have some stuff in the intro, but do you have any like recommendations on, like YouTubers or Reddit pages? Like, did you just kind of go through like Googling your specific breed and finding resources? Yes. Kind of a mix of the two. Um, there's definitely, I'm like going on YouTube right now because I know I'm subscribed. <laughs> I'm subscribed to this one girl. God, what is her name? Subscriptions. Um, her name is Rachel Fasaro. She is a YouTuber dog training 101. I think she's also on Instagram and has a ton of, she has a ton of like great product recommendations. Great. Like I watched her videos on crate training. She has a lot of good stuff. Um, also like Caesar Milan, like, come on, like I bought his book. (laughs) Come on, come on. We, yeah, I bought his book immediately. I think the title is like how to have a well-behaved puppy or something. I don't know. Like I've never bought something quicker because like we, that's when I was like going through the point where I'm like, what the fuck did I get myself into bought the book? I mean, I think he has really good tips. We've watched some of his like YouTube videos too. Um, there's so many good resources on like YouTube. 
Seriously. Yeah, I was going to say, I would think YouTube would be the spot. Yeah. It really is. Like you can just search anything like, and there, there's also like breed specific things. So whatever breed you're getting, I'm sure there's hundreds of thousands of videos on YouTube. It's, it's amazing. It's so nice to have all of these resources because I, I feel like the weeks leading up to getting her, we just watched so many dog videos. Like we were just trying to like wrap our heads around, like prepare. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and yeah, you'll, you'll kind of figure out what works for you, but I think starting there and like finding a few, a few YouTubers or people on Instagram are really helpful. Um, yeah. So those are my go-tos. Love. Well, thanks for sharing. I learned a lot. I'm sure our listeners did too. We'll see if I ever get a dog. And I think we should do maybe like, you know, sometime in the next six months to a year, do another dog episode, see where you're at, see where snow's at. Yeah. She's still a puppy right now. So let's see, let's see how the rest of this year goes. Cause she, she'll be a year in April. So maybe we'll check in around then. Yes. That's a wrap on this episode. Thanks for listening to Cool Girls Only, where we talk about all things navigating your 20s and being your best self. Check out our Instagram at Cool Girls Only Podcast and sign up for our newsletter and learn more at coolgirlsonly.com. Also, if you're loving the podcast, please leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Until next time, cool girls.